Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Crimes, Killers, Cults, and Beer. And Beer. Um, I'm not even going to try and figure out which episode this is because we don't know. We don't now know. We're completely lost. Yeah, we are. We we don't know. It <laughs> it might be episode 17, it might be 16, it might be 30, who knows. Right. <laughs> Until we can get that Joseph Paul Franklin episode out, which Yeah, by the we're time a little you, behind. It's my fault. Yeah. Well, we're not really behind. It's just I mean, we're we're, we're still ahead, but you know, well, Joseph Paul. By the time, if if people when people hear this, Joseph Paul Franklin will already be out, because hopefully that's the yeah. next episode that we drop. But we recorded like two episodes since we started recording the since we did the Joseph Paul Franklin episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of slacking on that one. I'll get I'll get it done. I promise. It's a long. It's going to be a long ass episode. It probably should have been two parts, but yeah, there's just really no way to. It still might be. It just depends on how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you make it into two parts, then we'll be three three weeks ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I I don't know. I'll see how it is. I'll see. Once I get it all edited up and together, I'll see how long it is, and we may split it up. We might not. Who knows? Yeah, just just leave it in there. Just leave it in there. You know, I'll, I'll jump off that bridge when I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> You got me saying that now, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Anyway, that's Todd. And that's Bill. And what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking vodka, Tito's, because I was too lazy to get up and go to the store. <laughs> well, I'm drinking Bud Light. Uh, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> And we got we got a fun one. We got a we got a doozy of an episode. We we had we had an, another um, topic slated to record tonight, but um, but like just two days ago, I came I ran across this story. I'm just like, no, nah, I want to do this one now. <laughs> so um, right on. And the, what we're talking about it's it's another cult, and people apparently like the first you know the the other two cult episodes that we've done. So here's another cult episode. But yay cults, yay cults. <laughs> but we, yeah, the, the, I, I just, I was looking around um, Spotify and everything for, you know, for cases to cover, new new podcasts to listen to, and stuff like that. Because I'm pretty much caught up on every podcast that I listen to. And and I come across this cult. It's called um, the Overcomers Ministries. And it's the cult leader is R.G. Stair. And if you know, it, 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 there's only two episodes on um, Spotify about this cult, which is crazy. Ah. As, as crazy as this story is, I mean, this is another story like the Ashleys, you know, that the Ashley gang, where it's like, it's like, how is this not well known? Right. You know, and. Yeah, it, it's just crazy. Now, the first episode, the other, the first podcast that I found, you know, I, I listened to the episode and I was just like, okay, we're covering it, and that that one was called um, Carolina Crime. And and then I I looked for more, and there's only one other other podcast that that covers it, and that podcast is called Say What You Mean. And, okay. um, and it's it's an interview 
where the host is interviewing these two people that actually made uh, um, a documentary about this cult and a celebrity specifically that which we'll get to and this 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 ties into like a it, it, it's a hip hop celebrity and this this ties into like a, a like a big mystery of that of of that particular um, genre ah. so it's weird it, so how this story isn't very well known it, it it's and it you'll you'll understand when you know, when we get to the to the explanation but it's like how in the hell is this not like one of the most well-known cults especially when you factor in the star power you know right yeah and so so i was i was listening to i listened to that interview and everything and it's really good now i I googled the people's names and i've got the people's names later on when we when we start talking about that podcast and everything i googled their names for trying to find the documentary it's apparently it's not out yet and they say in the Uh, um they say in the in the podcast that um, that it's finished, but it's being it's being shopped right now. But that was a that episode was released a few months ago, so I, I guess they're still trying to sell it. All right, yeah. But I'm gonna keep I'm gonna be keeping my eye out for it because I I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah, and and this the. And looking for sources and everything, look for for the research and everything. It's like really all all the, the Wikipedia has the most information all in one all in one place. So uh-huh. yeah, so so I I used um, kind of love Wikipedia. Yeah, it's great with some things, and and you know what? I mean, we're we're having good luck with Wikipedia. Yeah, because some right. sometimes some I mean, I, it Wikipedia helped me out on the Faith Assembly episode, and it helped me out on this one, and. It's helped me out on a couple others. So like some some things they hit they hit the ball out of the park with, others, nah, not so much. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I guess it just depends on who uh, decides to right put uh, information into the Wikipedia. That's the only problem with Wikipedia is anybody can add something to it, and it's like, all right, is that true or is that just a crazy person? Right. So, anyway, the. The Overcomers Ministries with R.G. Stair, and this takes place in Kennedy, South Carolina, which is in the Low Country area of South Carolina near Waterboro. Waterboro is the closest town to Kennedy's, but Kennedy's like it's unincorporated. Yeah, you know, it's like a like a one stoplight town. You know, it's, it's really okay, small. Yeah. I've been through it. I've driven through Kennedy's, and it's just like blink and you'll miss it. Oh, wow. You know, it's like one of those. It's it's on South Carolina Highway sixty and fifteen, and it yeah, you know, that's in the area of South Carolina with um, Charleston and Hilton Head Island. And I, I lived on Hilton Head Island for a couple of years, and yeah, you know, it. I I, lo- I really do love the Low Country in South Carolina. It's gorgeous there. There's a lot to do, and you know, I, I like South Carolina as a whole until I started venturing upstate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a serial killer that came from Sumter, South Carolina, where where I lived for a few years with my ex-wife, and it's not surprising that this particular serial killer came from there. <laughs> One of those kind of places, huh? Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll cover that with that that episode. So, yeah, and the, his name is 
escaping me at the moment. But it, he's one of the well-known ones, though. So. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll get there. So R.G. Stair was born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on May 3rd, 1933. His name was, his full name was Ralph Gordon Stair, which is where the R.G. comes from. Yeah. Yeah, and me as a guitar player, I don't like him using R.G. because R.G. is a, <laughs> is a, is an Ibanez model. That's your favorite Ibanez. <laughs> that is my favorite Ibanez. <laughs> so now it's like, whenever I play that guitar, I'm like, oh, I'm playing a cult leader. Thanks, <laughs> Fucking asshole. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't mean Ralph Gordon. It means Roadstar Guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so, red flag number anyway. one. He, ORG. ORG. He, he decided from a, as a little kid, like five, six years old, that he wanted to be a, a preacher. As a kid. Now, most kids, they want to go out there and ride their bikes and all that stuff and, you know, play play games and, you know, shoot BB guns at McDonald's and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And Yeah, you know, most kids want to grow up and be like astronauts or firemen, you know. Right. No, no I, I've never heard of a kid that says, you know what, I want to be a pastor. Well, Jim Jones might have. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure it happens. I mean, it has to happen because, right. you know... We have them, so. But True. yeah, it's just not. It's not something you hear about a lot. No. So, yeah, he he was very much into church and everything. He would, you know, he was he was going to all the, you know, he was as much into church as Joseph Paul Franklin was in the, um, you know, in in his early days. Except Joseph Paul Franklin didn't become a, um, a preacher or a cult leader. He became a freaking Nazi freaking serial killer. Yeah, well, you know. Aren't you doing it wrong, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> Old Nazi Joe. <laughs> Old Nazi Joe. Hopefully that episode will be out before this one, before we release this one. Otherwise, people won't have any fucking clue what yeah, we're talking about. <laughs> it will be. I'll get it done. It'll be done. It'll be out next week. So being a pastor was his life goal. And he became an ordinate or, ordinate ordinate ordinate. <laughs> <laughs> Here Stop we go. Stop making up words, Bill. Stop making <laughs> up words. Hey, you did it in the last episode with the Richard Ramirez um, episode. With oh, wait, you didn't yeah, make that up. Somebody else. Somebody else made that up. Yeah. What was it? The Jizzus spill? Fuck! I don't even remember. <laughs> How can you not remember? A lot's you... happened since. A lot's happened since then. You had that right there, ready to go. You did not even knowing that I was going to bring that up, and you boom, it was right there. Yeah, well, I was I must have been really on the ball. That <laughs> night. So, so he. What was I drinking that night? Were we drinking that night? I don't even fucking remember. I was. You were. Uh, you were yeah, we Bud were Light. drinking Bud Light. That's right, because that's that's the one. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that's the one where I said it's a Bud Light kind of night. Yeah, and and you, the the word that you came up with um came from that TV show, not necessarily the news. Oh, the Nizzle Brill. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and there before we go, yeah, okay, I remember. Before we go any further, um, our, you know, Flaccid Jizzless, the 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 death, the black metal tambourine man. Yeah. He must he must have heard our episode. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, and, and liked it because, you know, I mean, we did play two of his songs. But oh, somebody he, liked it, so we're not getting copyright claimed. No, nah, we're not getting copyright claimed. But he sent me an autographed freaking tambourine. Fuck yeah! Yeah, I, got, I I posted pictures of it on social media when it came when it came in, and it's, it's yeah. there. It's it's got it's got his logo on it, and then there's an autograph. I mean, I, nice. Hey, th- thank thank you, Flaccid. Thanks, man. You rock. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, and he he tore that tambourine up. Right. So anyway, Jesus, what a name! I love it. <laughs> so anyway, he was ordained as a Methodist minister at at seventeen or eighteen years old. Mm. So, yeah, mission accomplished. Right. So, but what happens with these with these um pastor these really charismatic pastors and everything? Every cult leader, Hobart Freeman, he he didn't like the way that the traditional teachings went, so he began began teaching his own interpretation of the doctrine. Oh, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) So, red flag number two. So, so he would take the Methodist teachings and everything, skew them to whatever. However, he wanted to do it, but he also brought in the um, the the fire and brimstone aspect of it, the revelations, the end times. You know, it, that was a recurring theme, which wasn't really a. That's not really an angle that the Methodists go for. You know, they don't really do. That. I mean, they'll they'll talk about it and everything, but they're not. You know, like Pentecostals more. You know, like that, the fire and brimstone and blah blah blah. And, yeah all that the revelations but you know all the churches teach it but but like the pentecostal i believe it's the pentecostals but they they among others you know go like really crazy with it beating you over the head with like okay everybody's gonna burn in hell and all that stuff and they yeah so but he was charismatic you know they they all tend to be charismatic you know he he could he could rule a crowd he was a great speaker, you know, kind of like every cult leader, like yeah, like Jim Jones, like like old Hef, Hobart Freeman. Hef, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of have to be the, to get the people to follow you. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. just you can't just be some like humdrum dude and get a whole bunch of people no. to follow you. You got to be. I mean, I do I do good with a with a you know with notes in front of me and everything as far as like doing this podcast yeah i do a good job but i i wouldn't be able to get up there on stage and and just start pushing my beliefs on people and and have people just just go along with it i mean if they already believed it in the first place that's one thing but i'm not going to be able to convert somebody yeah exactly yeah yeah you gotta you gotta be that kind you gotta have that that charisma about you that uh bravado kind of a yeah you know like just our, make them believe you our buddy chris no matter, long how, no matter how crazy you are our buddy chris long could be a um a cult leader if he wanted to be uh yeah he probably could thank god he's not thank god he focused his energies in other directions yeah so but yeah he probably could yeah i, I believe it i mean because he, he yeah he'll 
when he talks, he draws yeah. you into what he's saying. You know, and, yes, he is definitely and, he's definitely that guy that can yeah. like pull you into. Mm-hmm. But he's genuine, though. He's he's genuine. He's he's a good he's a good guy. He's not he's he's not out to he's not out to screw anybody over. He's not out to you know change anybody's beliefs or anything like that. You know, I mean he yeah. he's into ministry now, and you know, and he he does go on missions and stuff like that. And he's 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 like witnessing to people and everything. But he's not you know if somebody doesn't want to hear it, he's not going to beat them. You know, he's not going to say, oh well, if you don't do what you know what what's written in this book or. You're gonna go to hell. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't do that shit. <clears throat> so, but yeah, he he called he he started referring to himself as like the expert on Armageddon. <sighs> Not exactly something that I'd want to be an expert in. Oh boy, yeah, right. Yeah, but they all they all latch onto something. They all latch onto something. Some people call themselves God, and he. Spoiler alert: He does well. He calls himself. <laughs> he calls. We'll, we'll, hashtag. We'll get to that. <laughs> hashtag. We'll, oh, we started a new hashtag. Yeah, I started that a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> it might, might have been the Joseph Paul Franklin episode. Yeah, it could but, be. <laughs> so in, in the late, I haven't fi- got to that part yet. <laughs> in, the, in the late fifties, he decides to relocate to the southeastern United States because. In in his mind, he decided that the that the southeastern United States would be the only safe place in the world during the end times. Okay. It's like so. It's like Armageddon's going to happen to the entire planet, the entire round planet, <laughs> all except for the because Carolinas. Because globe. <laughs> all. All except for the Carolinas, Tennessee, Georgia, but the not Florida. Of, the, the, well, the top part of Florida, the part you know that the part that's connected to Georgia, that, that the, the Panhandle, that'd still be there. But well, see, here's the thing, dude. I love how you, I love how because we you know we live in Florida, but us Floridians, we have to go north to get to the south. <laughs> Like I don't know, that just boggles my mind. It's like, dude, we're the southern one of the southernmost states. We actually are the southernmost state in the United States. I mean, Key yeah. West is the southernmost point in the United States. Oh, people say that, people say, oh, well, Florida's not part of the South. Well, Florida's further south than you are. Yeah, I mean, like seriously, I mean, what's the South? Georgia, South Carolina, dude. We're further south than you. We should be the South. But I know yeah. why, dude. It's because all it's because all the New Yorkers retire down here. There's like right. no real southern people here. It's all retired New Yorkers. Well, we're southerners. You and I are. We're we're both native Floridians, born and ra- born and raised here. Well, I wasn't born here, but I moved oh, here you when weren't? I was oh. seven, so I'm I, I I count as a native. Yeah, yeah. You're you're you're, I've you're, you're close for, enough. I've lived here for more of my life than I haven't lived here. So yeah. All right. Well, I, I did leave for 15 years, but I came back. <laughs> I came back because I freaking missed it. So, and I, I know, dude, everybody rags on everybody rags on Florida, but I fucking love it here. I do too. I wouldn't live anywhere else. I mean, after after you know going all over the country for my job, and after living you know in the Carolinas and Tennessee and whatnot for 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 fifteen years, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't want to go. There's no place that I would rather live than in Florida. Yeah, I, uh, see, dude, I always like, dude, I want to move somewhere. I want to go somewhere different. I've lived in Florida for so long. 
but, but I did. It's just like you know, but you know what I mean, though, dude. The the grass isn't always greener, man. Is mm-hmm. stay where you are because I mean, like I like I said, I that's why I came back. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, for me, it's just you know, I'm not telling any, everybody else like, dude, if you want to move somewhere else, please feel free. But for right. me, it's just like, dude, that's I'm I'm happy here. I ain't going nowhere. I might like right. I might go look for some land like in the middle of the state, in the middle of nowhere. Like later on, and and just yeah. you know, just buy a whole big huge piece of land where I don't have to see anybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unless I want to, because I mean, fuck, we won't get into that now. Anyway, right? Hashtag, but I digress. <laughs> yes. So, so I, I, I just I just don't get how he he said that you know the came up with the southeast was the um was the only safe place on on the entire planet but i think it had yeah. more to i think it had more to do with the fact that the people in the south particularly in rural south carolina and everything would be more more likely to latch on to his bullshit that's what i think it was yeah probably but then again you know dude i don't know maybe he just you know uh, how to say it uh Like, you know, like everybody that, like, preaches the apocalypse and Armageddon and stuff, they all have this place where they say it's going to be safe and they want everybody to, right? Know, blah, 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 dude. And they're, and they're all different places. It's just like, I don't know, he just maybe wanted to live in South Carolina, so he picked there or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Could be. I don't uh, know, dude. I don't know how these people work. I just, you know, it baffles so me. But He left, he left the Methodist completely and actually... <clears throat> Methodist elders basically disassociated themselves with him because he was a little too eccentric, shall we say? Yeah, we'll call it that. It would be yeah. nice. But doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah. Sure <laughs> does. Oh, hef. <laughs> oh, hef. So he, he decided that, you know, he wasn't going to be protestant or baptist or methodist or whatever he was simply going to be christian so once he you know once he got down into south carolina he began touring around he was doing guest speaking gigs at churches and everything holding seminars and all that stuff and yeah and and he's making money Uh, that that that's how he was doing it. He was working the he was working the circuit and everything and building a name for himself. So uh-huh. and yeah, the the early days of this of this cult sound just like old Hef. <clears throat> Are you noticing I a would lot imagine of similarities? That most early days of most cults do sound very similar. He, probably. So he he starts he starts referring to himself as Brother Stare. Uh oh. So he finally gets to Colleton County in South Carolina, and it's there where he settles, and he starts up Overcomer Ministries, it's, and it's modeled after the um, the Pentecostals, conservative, mm-hmm. yeah, conservative with the way they dressed, um, strict literal interpretation of the Bible, speaking in tongues, and prophecy, and all that stuff. 
and 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 it also it also didn't 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 hurt the, the fact that the Pentecostals were very popular in South Carolina at the time. Yeah, hey, maybe that's why he picked to go there too. <laughs> Could be. Who knows? I don't know. So he's so he's throwing he's, that out there. He he found the he found the um the religion you know the, he found the doctrine that was closest to what he was preaching and went with that. So, so he he starts hinting about communal living at in a sermon. He he starts, you know, he he starts his doomsday message. You know, he, he starts incorporating that like literally into every every sermon. Yeah, it, it was a little bit a little bit at a time at first, and slowly increasing. He's he's, he's slowly increasing the the temperature and the pot that his frogs were in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Good analogy. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's what we're going to call um, cult members from now on. Frogs. Frogs. All right. And and it's not disrespectful. I used to be a frog. Yes, you did. So it's not disrespectful, but it's what it, it's that analogy of like you put a frog in a, in a pot and slowly increase the. The, the heat on it the frog's not going to notice anything going until it's too late and he's boiled yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I think that yeah cult cult members frogs although yes although I, I prefer to kill the frog skin it and deep fry the frog legs but you know that's just me there's a there's like a tiktok reel that I saw a couple days ago it this guy's got a, like a frying pan with um with um, vegetable oil in it, you know, because uh-huh. he's about to he's about to fry some things and everything. And <clears throat> there's this um, crawfish, and the crawfish, I guess, it got out of the the pot that you know he was that that he had the frog that had the crawfish in, and it gets uh-huh. out and everything. And he he's he's filming it. And it it's like. It's like running all over the place and everything. It gets up onto the, it gets up onto the the stove. He's got a cutting board right there next to the um the frying pan, and it, you know, it it's it's more like a it it's not a cutting board. It's more like a butcher block. Um, yeah. And he, and he, he just dives right into the fucking frying pan full of, you know, three hundred and seventy five degree vegetable <laughs> oil. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that's a whole new me- that brings whole new meaning to, dude, out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> it's kind of like reverse reverse though. He he hopped out the boiling pot and into the frying pan. Right, but it. I mean, that that oh, they were all probably destined for for that anyway. It's just this this one. I guess he he just couldn't couldn't wait to go there. <laughs> He's like, fuck this! I want it over now. I mean, maybe oh, I'll I'll get away. Hey, look, there's some water. <laughs> oh shit! I'll have to, if oh, I see well. that again, if I see that again, I'll send it to you. Right on. So, eventually, it was all, you know, it was all doomsday, and he had the people eating out of his hand. They're, you know, he had them believing that he had an in, inside track on on revelation, and believing that if they all lived in a commune together, then they would be safe from the end times. But okay. it, 
And it, what about the rapture? Did he forget about the rapture? Um, yeah, apparently that didn't fit into his narrative. So right, where all all of the all of the Christians, all all of the people, the followers of God are going to be, um, you know, just taken. Yep. Yeah, and, Leaving behind just their clothes. So I guess everybody goes to heaven naked. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, still, I, I just what as I was going through this, it's just like he's talking about like. Every, every revelation, every revelations um, sermon that I've heard in my life was always talking about like, okay, well, you got to live your life right so that you can go up in the rapture and avoid the apocalypse. Yeah, that's that's every that's every one. I mean, that's just that's just how it is. That's the doctrine. Uh huh. So, in 1978, and he's in Walter Boros. South Carolina, and he buys an abandoned motel building. And oh, this can't end well. <laughs> <laughs> and that that that's where he um, set up operations, and and that was the beginning of the com the commune. And this was out on Highway 17. Now Highway 17 is like another US one. Uh huh. It's US 17. It goes from gotcha. New York, New York all the way down into or actually. Actually, I think I think I think it's just like US one. It goes from New York to Maine, or from from oh, wow. uh, from, from Maine to Florida. I, I think it does. I know US one does. I, Highway seventeen goes. You know, it, it's a long one as well. Yeah. So. So the you know, but the but this was this was an old abandoned motel, not a hotel. So it's like one of those serial killer motels, you know. Yeah. Where single story. Like you expect Norman Bates to be there. Yeah, single story. You 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 park your car right in front of the the room that you're staying in. Yeah, with the cameras in the room. Yeah, and the serial killer can just walk right in. Yeah. Yeah, at least with a hotel yeah. with the with enclosed hallways and stuff like that, you're you a little bit safer. <laughs> Slightly, but yeah. But so he, he's growing his following. He starts having services at the motel, and people start moving in. And and then he discovers the medium that would make all of his empire possible. Take a guess. Uh, radio? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> well, I was going to say the internet, but I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're still at pre-internet times during this story here. Yeah, that's 78. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, oh man, I should have paid attention. I would have said 8-track tapes. <laughs> oh, well, see, I mean, he was an innovator. I mean, Hobart Freeman, he was just sitting there. Well, he he was on the radio as well. But, oh, but sure. he but he but he made his money off of all, all those fucking cassette tapes. Yeah, you know. So actually, okay, let let me walk that back a little bit. Hef had the better business model than um than RG did because Hef actually had a physical product that that you bought. Yes. He's just on AM radio and it's not even like, you know, like a podcast where you know, like if you want to charge people you can. Yeah. You know, now this is just AM radio. So 
he's he's able to take the message to the world, and he starts well. broad he he buys broadcasting equipment, and and he buys time on AM radio station, and yeah, you know, it, it people started listening, and they started yeah. they started coming to the 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 compound. And then, you know, it just started off people from the southeast and everything. Then slowly people from other parts of the country started, you know, working their way there. Yeah. You know, money become, starts pouring in, you know, for donations. Oh, yeah. Send me, me your, your money. money. <laughs> I want you to make it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how much you give is your own choice. But to me, it's the difference between a Porsche or a Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Ah, freaking mush mouth there. Rolls Royce. That's or, right. Or, or in a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Dude, I was watching this video, and this guy said, what did he say? I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> I forget, but dude, he said the word fucking wrong, dude, and it fucking like it bugged the fuck out of me. <laughs> I mean, he said it. I mean, the word he used was right. He just said it wrong. Oh uh, well, the probably uh, the most successful true crime podcast out there is Last Podcast on the Left. They've been at it for ten years. Mm-hmm. They just released episode five, or they're about to release episode five hundred. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, so they're they're, and we haven't even got to twenty yet. Holy <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but you know what? I that's that's I want us to have that level of success, and I'm willing to work for it too. And that's what oh, we're doing. Yeah, we'll get and there. That's what we're doing. We will. We're still infants so, with attitudes, man. Infants with attitudes. <laughs> Dude, we'll um, always be infants with attitudes. I mean, if it's our five hundredth episode, but damn hell. right. I mean, that's gonna be it. That's that's gonna be a T-shirt. Infants oh fuck yeah, it is. We'll we'll find a we'll find an artist that can that can do like caricatures and make a make a screaming infant that looks like me and a screaming infant that looks like you. Fuck yeah, <laughs> right. that, that's gonna be badass, bro. Yeah, yep. that's definitely gonna be a badass fucking t-shirt. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, so he, yeah, he 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 starts telling people to start to sell everything that they own. And come move in with him at the commune, and this this would keep them safe during the end times. And oh all it, yeah, of course it will. All it cost, all it cost was all the money that they had, and right. all the money that they got after selling everything, everything that they had. Yep. And the and then for free labor on the com on the on the compound to keep oh, yeah, the ministry f- running. Yeah. But they'd be safe. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's give me such everything, a everything, and you get nothing. So yeah, he was such a good bullshitter, and he was able to convince the followers that he wasn't Jim Jones, even though the mass, the mass suicide in Guyana Guyana had happened like two years previous. Oh you my. Know, Many people sold. Can can you imagine? Okay, that had just happened. That made freaking worldwide news and everything. And that's that's got it's it's fresh on everybody's mind at the at the time. 
You know, yeah. and all of a sudden he's he's saying the same thing. Hey, get rid of everything. Come, 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 live with me. Come one, come all, and you know, and people are buying it. And they, yeah. You know, see, I don't get that. I just, I can't. I mean, I know you. You can't. You can't. I mean, I don't know. It's you know, like I said, he's he's a really good bullshit artist. He's charismatic and everything. He, he can dominate you and uh, dominate the conversation well, and all mean. that stuff. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I know what you I, mean. I just, I just want to know. It's like, is is there something that one of these people could? T- is there anything that anybody could tell you? You personally, that would make you subscribe to the shit? No, not one thing. No, me either. And you weren't raised in a cult. I was. Yeah. So I, I damn sure ain't gonna go back. I'd, I'd be, I'd probably be a harder, a harder sell than you would. But, but still, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna talk you into doing all that shit. Fuck no, dude. I don't. Yeah, I just. and, you know, I mean, I'm not putting down the people that fall for this because, I mean, there are a certain type of people that these charismatic cult leaders, whatever you want to call them, that they target. The frogs. Yeah. They target these people because they know that those people will believe every fucking word they say. Yeah. People down down on their luck. People, you yeah. know, drug addicts. You know, yeah, just, they, they just, target a certain kind of person that they know that they can get to believe them and control. And I am not that person, you know. No, and nor am I. I mean, I and even as a even as the awkward teenager that I was when you know when I got out of the cult, I still don't think you'd be able to sell me on that shit even back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was I was awkward. I was afraid of my own shadow and all that stuff after after that whole thing crashed and burned and all that shit. But Right. I I ain't going back. Fuck no. Yeah. No, so. I, I mean, like I said, this, they, they target a certain kind of person that they know they can fucking get their claws into and just control. And but you got it. You got it. And you aren't that kind of person. I mean, Mm-mm. nothing against the people that they target because, I mean, they're targeting those people for a specific, for that reason. I mean, it's yeah, not. I, I, I'm going to say it again. Calling fault them. that they're in that place. I'm I, calling them frogs is not, it, it, that's not that's not making making fun of them at all. You know, I like I said, I was a frog. You know, yeah. and so it's just like I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not making fun of of cult members and stuff by calling them frogs. It's just the analogy is so perfect. You know, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's it. Anyway. That's everything. So, but you know, it's but you you've also got to think. It's just like okay, he's he's he's. Not only convincing these frogs that they that he's not Jim Jones, you know, yeah. when it, but he's also up against these people's families. You know, these the, the, their families and friends are probably telling him, "Hey, don't do that. This is bullshit." And they they would have to go up against their friends and family and be like, "No, nah, he's he's not like that. This is different." So he's got. He, he has to overcome the the person who's who he's enticing the frog, and he also yeah. has to conv- he also has to convince the frog that that the the people that actually care about them, you know, are full of shit. Yeah, right. I mean, 
this guy was a freaking wizard. Yeah. Well, you kind of have to be to, trying to do what he did in the times that he was. You yeah, know, but like this you is just said, this with is, the whole Jonestown thing. But this, this is—I mean, they all have—they all have to be, you know, wizards at, to a certain degree. But this guy, I mean, he's like a freaking grand wizard. I mean, he's this—this <laughs> this, this guy is the emperor. This is like Dumbledore level shit here. Yeah, I mean, this this guy. Oh man, but it, it's just it. it I, I, Go, you know, listen, listening to those podcasts and everything, and and talking, you know, and and going going through the information and everything, it's just. And I've 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 heard I've I know a lot about cults, uh-huh. you know, because of my upbringing and because of the fact that I you know listen to a bunch of podcast uh, true crime podcasts. But yeah, it's just. But th- this guy is on a whole another level than than some of these other people. I mean, it just it is unreal. I mean, your jaw's going to be on the fucking floor by the end of this, and uh, you know it. It was with me too. I was just like, "Holy crap!" Once again, how the hell isn't this guy known? Yeah, right. I don't know. Especially with what's coming. As the numbers grew, it's at this point that he decides that he's a prophet. He was the final. Of course, he was the final prophet of God before. Armageddon. Okay. Is there such a thing? Yeah, actually, yeah, there is the, the final prophet. That, that is in the Bible. I don't know the exact term, terminology on it, but that's, you know, not... We're, we're not here to talk about the Bible. We're here to talk about a cult leader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I was just wondering if that was a thing or if that's just something he made up. No, it, it, it's like the final... He was like the. He was the seventh prophet of God since Jesus died. You know, since the crucifixion and oh, resurrection, okay. he was the seventh prophet yeah. of God, and that the seventh one would be the last one before Armageddon. I, I, uh. I may have that wrong. I, 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 I don't think that I have that wrong, but I, I might. But anyway, it, it, it doesn't really. He decided that he was the final prophet of God before Armageddon. Okay. So he prophesied in 1998, nuclear war would destroy the U.S. and all, all except for the southeast. Apparently, <laughs> all except. Yeah, right. Because why would they send nukes there? You know, and why would the fallout not go there? Right. But they they would be safe because the south. But yeah, but he the south the, shall rise again. The south, right? Holy shit! <laughs> I'm surprised that's not in the story. <laughs> but but the the south would be uh, realistically the south would be a major target if if like Russia was going to nuke us or whatever especially back in the 70s i mean eastern missile command patrick air force base in in satellite beach florida that was the eastern missile command back then and that of course is the place it was in um bewitched or was it i dream a genie yeah, no, I dream a genie. Yeah. yeah, they actually filmed the exteriors of that in Cape Canaveral. Yeah, but it's not—it's not that anymore. Now it's a space force base. But, but I mean, yeah, you got the Mayport Naval Station, which is one of the biggest, um, you know, one of the biggest naval bases in the country, and yeah, that's in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. You know, not to mention what else is in the southeast? Washington D.C. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, 
Seriously, yeah. Hey, let's go. Right, let's set up. It will, in South Carolina, we'll be safe because there's no way a nuclear bomb will fall here. Right. But see, that's the thing. Nuclear bomb, you don't have to be hit by a nuclear bomb. No. To be killed by one. A, nu- a nuclear bomb is like a shotgun. Yeah, you just have to get close. Right. <laughs> so, and he also he also said that there, there he knew firsthand that there were five nuclear missiles armed at Philadelphia. Okay. And people started believing it. People in Philadelphia started believing it and coming to South Carolina. He, uh, he he also oh, yeah. he also predicted that Ronald Reagan would die in office. Yeah, you know, you know, logistics. He was uh, you know he was old. Yeah that that was a that was a that was one where yeah he had a fifty fifty shot at that right. One. <laughs> so but you know it yeah just just constant end of the world prophecies and everything and if you go to their website and I'll give it the website at the end of this episode because I've had, it's on the last page but you can actually listen to some of the prophecies that that he oh boy you know spewed <laughs> spewed that's a good word <laughs> so i like that <laughs> but the 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 more People, the more people who joined, the stricter the rules became. You know, just like ankle-length dresses on women. Um, you know, they they have the women have to have long hair. Men have to wear collared shirts with slacks. It's like what are they? Are and keep in mind they would have to go out in the freaking field and dress like you know dressed like that. Yeah. yeah, no phones at all in South Carolina. In South Carolina, which we will get to, no, no, no phones, no contact with the outside world, no friends, no family, yeah, no, no leaving the commune at all. You're not allowed to leave the commune and everything. They were self sufficient and whatnot because they, you know, they they had their own crops and everything. They had livestock, and yeah. so. But and of course, a big one: faith healing. Dun dun dun. Shocker. Yeah, it, I was one. I was waiting for that one to show up. <laughs> of course. So yeah, it's it just well, God decides who lives and dies. So therefore, you don't need any, um, you know, any doctors. Yeah. Basically, I mean, yeah, I think not. Him and Hef would have been buddies, I think. Honestly, no doubt. Honestly, back during that time when Hef was alive, we were literally one sermon away, one sermon away from going, you know, from our families packing us up and moving to some fucking com- commune. Yeah. One, that's how that's how brainwashed you had everybody. One fucking sermon, and it's like some, some people that have, you know people that have reached out to me after doing those two episodes and everything. He already had the beginnings of a commune. He yeah. did. He hadn't t- talked about it, but he had it. He had a. It was a. It was like this huge trailer park that um that that people who needed help, you know, like people who had lost their lost their place to live or whatever. Because of him, um, where they could go, yeah. And everything. Well, because you weren't allowed to have a place, right? You couldn't own anything. You couldn't have contract. Yeah, that was. I remember all that shit. That's fucking bullshit. But anyway, yeah, so 
we were one sermon away from um, wow. from being something. It was that fucking close to. I mean, it it really was. I I I I, I hate going back and forth, but the the at this point in the story, the um, yeah, the the similarities are just big and like you like you said a lot of them probably in the in the early goings of the cults and everything they probably that, that's probably a common denominator yeah so i would think so anyway i don't know yeah i mean it, it probably is i know jim jones is i mean jim jones when he started out he was a good guy he really was he was a he was a civil rights activist and everything he you know, he he preached equality. He did a lot for the for the Indianapolis community and all that stuff. I mean, he really was a good guy. Then he lost his fucking mind. You know, so yeah. So, but anyway, hashtag. But I digress. They yes. they outgrew the the motel, obviously, and so they bought a huge piece of land um, out in Kennedy's, and everything was moved there. And everything they ironically enough bought an old trailer park, an old abandoned <laughs> trailer park. Oh, God, I just like I want to make a joke about it, but I just I don't think it's appropriate. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like yeah, of course, yeah, move everybody to you know, you know the whole trailer park thing, you know, like dude you know the worst place to live is trailer park when a tornado happens right? yeah i'm sure there's tornadoes in south carolina oh yeah oh yeah I, I... so yeah that that's that's just brilliant let's move our whole fucking operation into a trailer into a tornado target well i mean the the thing the thing about it is you know it, it's like okay the south is going to be safe from armageddon but the fall we're at a trailer park <laughs> Tornadoes, hurricanes. I'm sorry, I just can't help it. Hurricanes. I mean, Kennedy's. It's about an hour from the. It's about an hour from the the ocean. Yeah, tornadoes, hurricanes, nuclear bombs. But we'll be safe in this trailer park. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, and they 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 were able to. I mean, the the land that they had was considerably bigger, and everything. And and would also they would also bring. Oh yeah, so they could squeeze more people. Right, but they would they would also. Yeah, just like as their numbers grew or whatever, they would they would buy like dilapidated trailers and have them and have them, you know, trucked in for people to live in. They they would also build like cottages and stuff like that and everything. And I I think I'd rather live in a cottage than an old beat up trailer. But if the cottage you don't have, I'm assuming I'm assuming they didn't have the choice. I was like, okay, you only have this much money, you get the shithole trailer. Oh, you've got a lot of money here. You can have a cottage. Could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's the way it was. I'm sure that somebody that didn't have nothing didn't get the fancy cottage. They got the fucking shit bucket trailer. Right. You know, and, and the people with a shit ton of money to donate got the fancy stuff. Well, there was there was no real fancy stuff. The only person that had a fancy thing, uh, the, the, this is according to the uh, that, the, that podcast that did the interviews with the documentary people. The only person that had a, anything decent, anything remotely decent, was RG himself, and um, and well, of course. and it. But you know what I mean, but, dude. A co- I'm sure the cottage is fancier than a fucking right shitbox trailer. But right. You know what I mean. Yeah, and some and like I've I've seen some old dilapidated trailers, and how you get to, how do you how I'm surprised that they would even freaking survive the move. You know, dude. Some of us have lived in old dilapidated trailers. I have. 
Kevin has. I mean, hey, I love you, Thunder Midget, dude. I'm not trying to put you down. Just saying, dude. I've seen some places that have been like, how is this even allowed to exist? I know. Exist? I know. <laughs> I had a I had a friend of mine, you know, years ago and everything, and he was living in a trailer. And there was literally, the hallway had literally rotted out, and you had to, like, skirt the side of the hallway and, like, step on the beams <laughs> and everything to get to the bathroom <laughs> or the bedrooms or whatever. <laughs> That was in- and only in the name of God shall you pass. Yeah, Jehovah, Jay. Whoa, no, no, not Jay, not Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, I don't think that movie had been out yet. Maybe it was. I don't know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, everybody. I hope everybody gets that reference. If you don't, then fuck, I'm old. <laughs> well, I didn't. You've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, okay. I all right, all right. I. I mean, it wasn't Raiders. It was a. Uh, the the third one was Sean Connery. Right. Uh, no, no, no. Last Crusade. The thing is, no, it wasn't that I didn't. I would if I had heard what you said, I would have gotten it. But um, why? Oh, you didn't hear my, it. Oh, like only in the name of God shall you pass, right. or whatever it is. Yeah. My um, and, but in Latin, Jehovah starts with an I. <laughs> yeah. So you know, he steps on the J, it almost falls to his death. I remember that. I, I'd imagine that's what walking through that trailer was like. Yeah, you know, like, that's 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 what it made me think of. Well, Even though think about the, the person's freaking... trailer has nothing to do with this story, no. that's what it made me think. But of. The, the, I mean, you know, snakes, bugs, and all, rats, and all that stuff could come through that you know that hole. Like, how the fuck can you? How the hell is it even yeah. legal? How do you live in? How that? is it legal to live in that? Yeah, exactly. So, but the, now at this point, they're completely isolated and self-sustained. Um, the the men would work the farms and and deal you know with the, the crops and you know the manual labor women of course they would take care of the the, the domestic side of it you know the, with the kids and all that stuff you know and and as i mentioned the housing is old beat up trailers and with with no ac can you no ac get the fuck out of here can you and now this is this this comes from that um interview podcast the um say what you mean podcast and it's just it's like you know they they there was no running water for for bathing for bathing they would they had buckets all over the place and they would just collect rainwater oh jesus and they there's no there's no electricity there's no ac now you know this is south carolina heat yeah, they're they're out there in South Carolina in the South Carolina heat. You know, they're they're slaving their asses off and everything, and they don't, and then they then they have to come home to a a trailer with no fucking air conditioning in it. You want to talk about misery? Yeah, right, dude. That's fucking fucked up. I mean, I mean, and they were living in filth. You know, it just it's like they, yeah, you know, the South. It, it actually gets hotter in South Carolina than it does in Florida. Yeah. I mean, in South Carolina, maybe in South Carolina, like, like, okay, in Florida, yeah, the average temperature during the heat of the day in Florida is about ninety-eight degrees with like a, a gazillion percent humidity. You know, and and then, but in South Carolina, I mean, in, in Florida, it might crack a hundred degrees maybe five times a year. You know, in South Carolina during the summer, it it right. would it might dip below a hundred degrees maybe five times a year during the summer. 
Well, dude, lately though, I mean, and I'm sorry, I don't know if Florida is the only state that does this fucking feels like temperature bullshit. Oh, they do it in South Carolina, but dude. Too. It's been it, it's been over a hundred in Florida, like pretty much every day this summer with the feels like temperature. Oh yeah, and I'm sorry if it feels like it's a hundred and eight. It's a hundred and eight, exactly. But do not tell me it's ninety degrees, but it feels like a hundred and eight. But they don't give me that bullshit. But they do it's that. They do that in South Carolina too. But um, in South Carolina, the humidity is every bit as intense as it is in Florida. And if anything, we've got it better in Florida because of the fact that we have the, the breeze crossing the states. Yeah, you know, because we have we have ocean and a and the Gulf of Mexico. So if anything, it's a, a little bit better. When I lived in South Carolina, it'd be all hot and everything, 105 degrees, and um, with a with a feels like temperature of like 120, and people would be, you know, wow, at least we don't live in Florida. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is worse than Florida. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, possibly. Yeah, it, who knows? It, it, and the thing is, is some people left nice ass lives, nice ass houses, and stuff like that that they liquidated, you know, to to come down and live like this. Yeah, right. Unfrickin' real. Now, NBC10 in Philadelphia, they ran a story about the Overcomer Ministries called The Cult of Doom. And you can find this on, on YouTube, and I, I watched it. it this, this is called Cult of Doom, NBC10, and it's on YouTube. But there was a couple who had, sol- uh-huh. who had sold their home you know, they, and moved down there. They, they owned their home. And the, the woman, when they, when they made the, the, when they left Philadelphia and went down to um, South Carolina, the woman was pregnant. But, uh-huh. and then at, at 10, and she, she carried her baby beyond nine months, and she was at 10 months pregnant. No doctor, no, no, no doctor assistance or whatever. The baby was stillborn. Oh, my God. But ten months, you imagine. You know that. You know how much a baby grows the first month that it's out of its yeah. mother and everything. Can, oh man! But you know the the parents, the the parents of this couple, of of this woman, they they were interviewed too, and they said that um that they believed that if they had had just normal, you know, just normal doctor, then the baby wouldn't have gone ten months, and it would have survived it would have been born just perfectly no doubt and she had yeah it's just like that hit home to me as well the only difference is i wasn't on a commune you know yeah dude but dude that's fucking that's i have that fucking you know me you know how i get with shit like that bro that's Mm -hmm. that's just fucking wrong Mm -hmm. i know and yeah, just like he he had these sayings. Like every time something happened, he had a saying, and the saying for when somebody dies of preventable things, you know, something preventable. It was just like God chooses who's going to live and who's going to die. So therefore, you don't need a doctor. And he has another one, which we'll get to for for a, a different situation. But I'm going to keep you in suspense. All right. So the outrageous keep me in suspense. <laughs> the outrageous doctrine. Con- you know, continues to get worse and worse and worse. Now women have to be totally obedient and subservient to men. 
And let's just oh boy, let's just say that setting up future plans for ORG. And then, and and ch- ch- children must children must be beaten daily to keep them in line. Yep, spare the rod, spoil the child. Even if they didn't do anything wrong. All right, it's it's your daily beating. Yeah. Oh, you did a great job today, little Teddy. Come over here and get your ass whooped. Yeah. Because you know God says I have to. Yep. But you know his his prophecies. This did a lot for his um for his credibility. I mean, yeah the. They all came true. The nuclear war happened. Reagan died. Yeah. Reagan died in office. Kennedy's became like the major destination for all the, the survivors. In fact, we, we all we all live there now. Yes, we're all living here right now. No. <laughs> exactly. Nothing came true. You know, nineteen of course nineteen eighty eight or nineteen eighty eight or whatever whatever it was came and went and everything. And he starts losing followers and everything. And he, and, and he makes the most ridiculous prophecy. That he had made to date to make people believe that he was still legit. He said that the world would end in the year 2000. And that became his like his entire message at that point. That was it. The world's going to end sometime, you know, at, you know, in, in the year 2000. You know, it. Just send me all your money. Well, he wasn't the only one that thought that. That, that. There's a lot of that going around. There was. I mean, he may have been one of the first ones to say that shit, but there was a lot of that going oh, around. Oh, just, just, just bear with me here for a second, because it's gotcha. this is where he sets himself apart. But yeah, it's just. Oh. But he would he, on on his radio, you know, his radio broadcast and everything. He's on like like 120 stations, and just in the United States alone. Plus, like all over the world and everything, you know, and you know, through you know, relay stations and all that stuff. So, yeah, it, it just send me all your money, come be my slave, and you'll be safe. But still, <laughs> right? What about it? Just what? Like I said earlier, what about the rapture? I know right? that word does not come up at all in the story. As far as like, the only the only reason that word comes up in the story is because I said it. kind of makes you wonder so why would now so why you you asked that 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 prophecy about the world ending in 2000 makes make people believe that he was legit take a guess just 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 take a stab because of the prince song <laughs> oh, tonight I'm two thousand zero zero. Oops, over at a time. <laughs> no, well, you weren't allowed to listen to Prince. Oh, I don't know. That's the first thing that popped into my head, dude. I don't know. He said that if the world did not end in the year two thousand, he would flat out tell God to go straight to hell. Really? See, I never would have thought that. Holy crap! But you see, it's so outrageous and everything, it's like, that would make a frog think, it's like, okay, all right. Yeah, he would never do that. Right, so. It must be true. It must be true, exactly. You know, 
Oh boy. <laughs> so now we're into the nineties. Yeah, that's Huh? Uh no, I was just yeah, the oh boy, I was I was totally agreeing with you on the whole uh the whole oh boy. Yeah. So now we're in the nineties and the radio stations you know, more and more radio stations keep picking up his broadcast. And and then he discovers satellite radio. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. So he's worldwide now and at this at at this point anybody who wants to hear to find him can find him because of satellite radio. But then something came along that made it even easier to get his message out. And you know what that was? So it's got to be the internet now, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now he would use solar panels. Now this this guy, he was on you know, he was up on his technology. Yeah, he was on you know he like whatever a new technology like satellite radio or the internet, whenever whatever something new came along, he pounced on it like immediately. Satellite. You know, well, that's cool. I mean, considering he where, when he was born and stuff, right? You know, yeah. I mean, this this guy, like I said, this guy was a freaking evil wizard. Oh, so he was more uh, um, Voldemort than Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he used. Sorry, I have to make a Harry Potter reference so the young people know that we know what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that he used solar panels to power his broadcasting equipment. Um, and, and basically all he did was sit there and broadcast all day long in his air conditioned studio. Right. Air conditioned studio. It was solar powered though, right? Yeah. It was was solar powered though. So, you know, good on him for solar power. I got it. Okay. I'll give him that. Yeah. You know, he's not leaving. But that's it. That's the only thing I'm going to give him. He's not leaving a carbon footprint. (laughs) Hey, dude, solar power is the way to go. Oh, I agree. I mean, for person, for like, like at your home, I don't think, like, I don't think you can. We can power the world with solar power. I just because it's just not that efficient. Well, that's the only thing but that for like that's at the only your home, that's the only thing that home, he was, like for your personal use at home. It is. Yeah. yeah, I agree, and that that's the only thing that he was um, using was his house, his studio, his air conditioner. And right. yeah, all this while everybody worked in the freaking sun. Yeah, and we're we're, we're in dress clothes. We're in, in the dress sun, clothes, dying in the sun. probably from fucking exhaustion. Yeah, and yeah, it's just like you're you're not you're not allowed to. You know, nobody's allowed to leave. Yeah, uh, hold on. I read yeah. I read that wrong. Sorry, I didn't mean to get you. No, I no, no. I I just I can't read my own writing. Um, and not one, this always happens. Whenever I freaking can't read my own writing and then I try to go back at it again, it just comes, it just. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Back up. So. Take three. <laughs> not one to leave anybody out. Yeah. He installed loudspeakers all over the property so that all, oh, God. all that his workers could hear as they were like toiling was just his ass fucking blasting his 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 drivel you know, through through the loudspeaker and everything all freaking day long and yeah Dude, this reminds me of like Jim Jones he did that at Jonestown yeah and just like 
like all the crazy fucking like alternate future shit sci-fi films that I like to watch mm-hmm. where it's just like you know like it's it's like that like that Marvel what if I mean we should be talking about this on the other one but I'm going to do it here because that's where my head is right now but you know it's like dude like there's this series called I forget the the man in the tower or something yeah that's about what if if the Nazis won World War 2 I've seen that and like yeah but it just, I mean, dude, it reminds me of that, like, that thing in, like, that movie uh, V for Vendetta, where it's just that constant fucking propaganda just being mm-hmm. forced upon you. Yeah, and, I mean, North Korea literally does this shit mm-hmm. in real life. You know, Kim Jong-un and everything. Yeah. It's just like he's got his, his propaganda. Hitler did that, too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he always gave his speeches to the masses, and you know. Yeah. Right? Did uh, hold on? Let, let, yeah, let, let, you know let I mean, me ask. Just... Let me ask jo- Nazi Joe. Hey, Nazi Joe. What? What did? What? What? What did? Did Hitler? Um, you know, have like loudspeakers placed throughout the 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 city and everything to hear? His... Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nazi Joe. Now get the fuck out of here. Thank, thank you for making that a short and sweet answer, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like freaking Flat Earth Now Fred. fuck off. Flat Earth Fred, Flat Earth Frank, whatever the hell that guy's Fla- name was. <laughs> yeah, Flat Earth Frank. Yeah. So. I think we did, yeah. Anyway. So, but working, worshiping, sleeping. That's it. That's all you did. Seven days a week. Yeah. Yeah, and you're working 12 hours at a time. 12 hours at a time. Yeah, you 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 wake up, you you eat your breakfast, then you're out there toiling in the field all day. You get like a little bit of a break for for lunch. Then you then when you're done, you get to <laughs> bathe in the rainwater. Rainwater. Yeah, and and then and then you have to go like listen to him do something, even though you've been like force fed his garbage all freaking day long. And then after that, you go to sleep. That was your life. That was your life on on this commune. Yeah. It's crazy. So, the year 2000 came and went, and the world didn't end. God isn't in hell. And I bet he he didn't tell God to go to hell either. No. (laughs) At least there's no, there's no, um, he might have, who knows. It wasn't in any of the research that I found. You know, it, it wasn't on the Wikipedia yeah, page. Well, it, I'm sure he didn't because, you know. Yeah. So. Because then everybody would have left him. <laughs> he would have had no leverage over anybody then. So, they, yes, that that did lose lose him some followers and everything. But, but after 2000. Allegations of sexual abuse started coming out. And here we go. Yep, here we go. In April of 2002, two females who um, who who got out, they filed sexual assault charges against um, ORG. Yeah, they, they said that he raped them when they were underage. Remember I said that RG had, like, like stock answers and everything for every situation. This is the other one. Yeah, but about God, mm-hmm. God chooses who lives and dies. Well, this is the other one. God, or he said that it was God's will that he slept with these women. 
God told him to, to uh, go fuck that girl. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> Why do you do this shit to me? It still blows my mind. No, it still, that is not right. <laughs> it still blows my mind that this story isn't up there with, like, Jonestown and everything. I know. <laughs> you know and, uh, no, God would not tell you to do that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Nope. Only fucking pervert pedophiles say God told them to do it or whatever. Or, you know, try to make an excuse for why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, wait. fuck, dude, that's got my fucking blood boiling, man. Oh, well, then go take a Lipsinopril because it's going to get worse. <laughs> how can it get worse than that? Because he... How, 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 can there, is there anything worse than pedophilia? I don't think so. No, there's not. That's not what That's not what I meant. Oh. Uh, okay. He, well, he, went, he, he went to trial, and he was found guilty, but... The charges were reduced to assault and battery, and he served two months in jail. The fuck? Didn't even go to fucking prison. Just two months in jail. For raping little girls. Right. So so many people had left the compound. They didn't know. I mean, dude, did they know why? Oh, yeah, I mean, they didn't find out in prison that he raped little girls. And, I mean, even if he was in he probably didn't go to a prison prison, right? He no, he was at, he, spent two months in a county jail. He was just in the county jail, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're less likely to fucking kill you in county jail because they're all trying to get out themselves, so. Right. So, many... Fuck. Many, you know, lots of people had left the compound. I mean, his numbers had, like, seriously um, dwindled. Good. But... <laughs> But the donations were still flowing in from, you know, all around the world because they, you know, people listening on satellite radio, on the internet and everything and on the various, you know. God bless the internet. Yeah, they, they, they didn't know about this shit and obviously he didn't talk about it. You know? Yeah, right. Okay, now we're getting into the next part of this, which is how this happened. Makes me wonder why in the hell this, you know, just her. Actually, this this next part, if it doesn't happen, this still should be like, you know, like up there among the worst. The David Koresh, the you know, Jonestown, oh. <sighs> Hobart Freeman. But in 2011, um, are you familiar with the rapper Craig Mack? No. Okay, well... I've probably heard some stuff he's done and just not known his name. So, I mean, I do that a lot. I, I, I hear songs or whatever, and I never find out who does them. So I probably heard his song. I probably heard his stuff. I just didn't know his name. Yeah, but in 1994, the Craig Mack... He was the artist that put Sean Combs' label Bad Boy Records on the map, and he he had a number a number one hit with the song "Flavor in Your Ear." Do you remember that song? Yeah, that sounds familiar. And oh, Sean, you mean Puffy? 
No, no, this was Craig Mack. It, it was Puffy's label. No, 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 but you said Sean Combs' record label. Sean Puffy Combs? Puff yeah, Daddy? Yeah, Puff Daddy. <clears throat> P. Diddy. All right, then. I mean, he's got stuff. So- you know, that, the song the song you mentioned, yeah, it sounds familiar. So um, I'm sure I... But see, back in the 90s like that, dude, I wasn't into any of that stuff. I was more into, like, especially around then, dude, I was still into, like, metal and getting into country. <laughs> well, I mean, you were in Blindside in 94, weren't you? No, you weren't. Yeah. No, you weren't. And no, you weren't. Not yet. Yeah, I was. Oh. It was like 94 or 95, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah, I was getting into country because that's back when country was still good. <laughs> Before it turned into this fucking pop farce that it is nowadays. Yeah. But I, I hadn't... But I digress. I hadn't... <laughs> hashtag, but I digress. <laughs> I hadn't heard the song. I I, I looked it up on, on Spotify, and I, I had never heard it. I mean, it didn't even, like, it didn't even sound vaguely f- familiar to me, so I must have missed that one. Right, I don't know. But, I might have, but, you know, like I said, I wasn't really into that. Like, I mean, nowadays I listen to everything. Everybody gets a chance. I don't right. care, you know. Well, I mean, I don't. But back then I was still kind of picky about what I listened to, and I was not into that shit. Right, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll listen I'll listen to, you know, it's like I don't like rap and everything, but, like, if we, if we ever wind up covering a... A rapper, I'll I'll listen to his stuff too, and it's just there's like there's some rap out there that I actually really do like, like that that song, um, Regulators. Yeah, that's an awesome that's song. Um, that that's um, Stand by Eminem. That's an awesome song. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, 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 there, there's some rap that I do like, but yeah, no, just, I mean, there's it's 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 good. It's just that. Back then, at the at the time we're talking about, I was not into it. Right. Um, you know, and that's that's my bad. I and mean, that, because there's a lot of good stuff from the night. Actually, the stuff from the '90s, of the time we're talking about, is a lot better than the stuff that's out right now. Oh yeah, Gucci gang, 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 Gucci gang. Yeah, <laughs> and that passes. Us yeah, through. dude, and and no, dude, and the, and the rap stuff now is that it's all just n word and fuck and this and yeah. n word and fuck and I'm like, dude, don't you write a fucking song? Yeah, but but old, old Craig Mack, he had never had another big hit after that and he was he was o- overshadowed by o- other acts specific spe- spe- specifically <laughs> um <laughs> notorious big biggie biggie yeah so i mean in 2011 i love it when you call me big pop <laughs> in 2011 he was in new york city he was sitting in a car with a with a gun and this was allegedly to kill Puffy because he he thought that huh. he thought that that Puffy had had like put others ahead of him. Oh, so this is the first guy, not not this is not Biggie. Biggie wasn't there to kill Puffy. It was no, the other guy, Craig Mack. Yeah, yeah, but the guy that no one's ever heard of, right? Well, <laughs> he was a one hit wonder, but yeah, you know, you know what? And, I mean. and the, the fact maybe he didn't put out any. Um, any relevant music might have had something to do with it? No, that couldn't be. <laughs> I'm good, man. Yeah. 
But this shit because bangs. That's, because that song's not that good. It was a number one hit, but uh, even as a even as I mean, I can't tell a good rap song from a bad one. But but this one, I mean, I, it, yeah, I, I got you. It didn't really seem like it was all all that good. I mean, there's like that song "Regulators." That is an awesome fucking song. Um, that. Um, that dun 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 by Eminem. That's a that's an awesome song. You know, it's just lose yourself. Lose yourself. That's it. That's it. Oh, did you never let it go? Yeah, from Eight Mile. That's a great movie. That's, I well, it's not a great movie, but I like. I haven't seen it, but I did. I I did like the. I I saw that straight out of Compton movie, and I I freaking thought I I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Yeah, eight miles. I mean, it's it's basically Eminem's origin story, right? I mean, you know, for like all you comic book fans or whatever. I need to I need to watch it. I, if I've you been, haven't seen it, it's I've been yeah. meaning to watch it. You know, it's, especially after I watched um, Straight Outta Compton, and I loved that. You know, I, I loved that movie. I was like, okay, I need to watch yeah. Eight Mile. But you know, like like we said in the Norwegian, it's good. Black it's got metal. Kim Baxinger in it, and she's always fucking hot. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. But they. You know, like I, like we said, like I said in the Norwegian black metal episode, it's just like you know, it's like whether I like the genre or not. If there's a compelling story about it, especially if, absolutely, if, yeah, I, I'm gonna freaking watch it, and I I know that I'll I know I'll probably like Eight Mile as well. So I'm, I, I think I'm gonna watch that this week. They've got me back on stores, so I'll need something to do. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Eight Mile this week. <laughs> yeah. So you know, dude, I'm gonna have to watch. I'm gonna have to watch it again too because it's been a while since I've seen it. But I remember that. I fucking I I remember digging it, but I always liked Eminem though. Even when he first came out, M- I Eminem. I, I, I said that I don't I can't tell the difference between a good rap song and a bad one. I can listen to Eminem and know that he's gifted in in what he does. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's got some skills. Yeah, so he's definitely yeah. Anyway, but at that point, yeah, by that point he, yeah, just like he was still he was still around. He was he was still playing shows and stuff like that. But all of a sudden, in 2011, he just freaking disappeared, and nobody knew where he went. Now this was this was from that um, say say what you mean podcast where they did the interview. Uh-huh. Um, now I'm just citing sources here because you know I'm I'm just hey fair is fair you know. Um, yep. uh, that that interview with them is great, and I can't wait till that documentary comes out because I'll watch the shit out of it, and I'll and I'll post it on our freaking so on our social media when it does come out. You know, because oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like I'd, I'd love to see because I'm going to get into them. I'm going to get into their interview shortly. Yeah, it it it's just really awesome. Yeah, the the, uh-huh. the story that they that they came up. Yeah, you know, the story of what these guys did, but nobody knew where the hell he was after yeah, you know, like around 2010, 2011. Nobody knew where he was. It was like a from. From what they said on the um, the the host of that show said, he said it was like a big mystery. Nobody it was like everybody's like, well, where the hell's Craig Craig Mack? He like disappeared. Is he alive? Is he dead? Right. But Craig Mack had found RG's radio broadcast, and oh no, yeah. <laughs> well, where else could this have gone? Well, I guess it could have gone it's just like okay. I know. Craig Mack could have gone down there and just killed RG, but that's not what he did. Go down there though. 
Oh he, boy, he, here we go. He became he he was hooked immediately, and he like pretty much just said fuck it and left everything behind, and he drove down to Kennedy, South Carolina, and RG welcomed him with open arms. Yeah, you know, once he once he figured out who he was, right. You know, he probably didn't know any of his music, but when he, he but when you know when not. he showed up, he's probably like, okay, well, I'm I'm Craig, I'm Craig Mack, I'm a big rapper and blah blah blah. So he, you know, like like we said, he's up on the technology, so he probably went and googled him, and yeah, and um, like, oh, come on in. Oh, you had one song, yeah, you had one song, but come on in, come on in. But you know what? But the the thing is, is I mean, he was still somewhat relevant. You know, I mean, he wasn't complete. He wasn't forgotten. I mean, like I said, he was still he was still making music and everything. It just, it just wasn't really all that well received. He had like kind of like a cult following, and people would go see him at his shows and everything just to, just to hear the flavor in your ear song, or and whatever else. Right. I mean, you know, so so he was welcome. I mean, he, RG used him as a figurehead. You know, he it's like oh yeah. You know, it's like on. You know, he, he even though even though Mac was basically a has been, he still had enough star power to to make RG relevant again, to a certain degree. Of course, but but then then again, these frogs that are watching, you know, watching YouTube, you know, listening to satellite radio and, and blah blah blah. It's like all he has to say is, okay, this is a major recording star. And he and he likes yeah. and he and and he left his entire you know like star star studded you know life life of luxury you know the women the drugs and all that stuff and he came here because he was shown the way through my teaching <laughs> because I'm the prophet and I'm just paraphrasing here but yeah but that you, but it's probably pretty close to how it went down exactly it is yeah he he would feature Mac on his on his YouTube. Page and they they would appear side by side, you know Mac. You've seen the video of Kenneth Copeland, you know when, like the COVID nineteen. You've you've seen that. Yeah. Then there's then then there's that fucking skinny white dude with the glasses going, praise God, praise God, Amen. Skinny white dude. Okay. He's he he he's Kenneth Copeland's hype man. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically. Craig Mack became RG's hype man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it it really interesting. Yeah, yeah, and RG really utilized his YouTube page, and he he would post his sermons on them and everything, and but he he wasn't being cautious about what he posted. Oh, and this had to be back when YouTube wasn't really particular about what you posted. Yeah. Because now, nowadays you can't get away with shit on fucking YouTube, man. They'll, fuck, they'll fucking shut your ass down in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You, you got to have one person fucking report your page as fucking for whatever reason, dude. And YouTube fucking just knocks that video right the fuck out. Yep. It happened several. And then you then you got to sit there and fucking go through months and months. Oh, I, of I've done it. Like, I've done it on on the Will, the Will and Thunder show. We would up, upload our episodes there and everything, and I would have to fight it's like the copyright claim. I would have to fight. It's like I literally had permission to use the 
the freaking song. I I was interviewing the freaking artist who wrote the song. He sent those yeah. songs to it. Yeah. But see, though, a lot of times, though, it's not the artist that fucking does it's it. The it's algorithm. the fucking record company. It's the yeah. algorithm. So. But. Or, but, you know, like, dude, a lot of times, though, that the companies that own the music or whatever, I mean, like, music or movies, like, dude, if you're doing, like, movie reviews and you show footage from a movie. Yeah. And they don't want you to show it, dude. They'll fucking, they'll fucking copyright you real quick. They'll fucking mm-hmm. flag you and you'll be like, can't play it. Sorry. Yep. So the, his sermons began taking on a, let's say, not so Christianly theme. If you know what I mean. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> Young girls would be called to the altar. And he would say, "Oh no!" He would say inappropriate things to them about their bodies, like this twelve-year-old girl. This really pissed me off because I have a twelve-year-old daughter, and it's he'd point to her chest and be like, "When did you get those?" Yeah, about her boobs. Yeah, and yeah, he he would he would he would fat shame. You know, oh, you used to be so beautiful. What the hell happened? You know, you're a slob now, and blah blah blah. And and then, uh, um, there was this one where, yeah, where where he just groped a a girl's breasts, and he's just like, I'm gonna touch him. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch him till so nobody till nobody else will touch him. I don't know what the fuck he meant by that. It sounds to me like he planned on raping her and killing her. If you want to read between the lines. That's, 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 I'm sure that's not what he meant, but that's the way it comes off, isn't it? I'm going to touch him till nobody yeah. else. I mean, it's just like... but this, And he would post this, he posted shit on, on YouTube. But where were these girls' fathers? You know... In the field, brainwashed? No, th- this, this was... The sermons where every everybody was required to be there. Oh, everybody had to be there. I don't know. Well, you know, fuck. He's God, so it, yeah, you know, he must be doing what. Fucking brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, the, the, I, I guess they're they're like frogs in the pot, you know. <laughs> frogs in the pot. It's <sighs> infuriating, man. I mean, it's just like. God. And, yeah. and at this point, he's like 70-something years old. You know, disgusting fuck. Yeah. So. Fuck, dude. <laughs> really, dude? Like, dude, I I had just kind of settled down, and then you fucking throw this shit at me. <laughs> now my fucking blood's boiling again, dude. I just, I want to go out and kill somebody. <laughs> well. A, well, not not anybody, you know. This motherfucker. No, he's already. He, I'm, I'm sure he's already yeah, dead he's, by he's now. Dead. So. He's dead. Well, I want to go find his grave and piss on it. Then uh, you might have a hard time. We'll get to that. So, more sexual sexual allegations came out in 2014. Ra- radio stations were had started dropping RG, but he was still doing well online. Yeah, he he would do begathons that would that raised a shit ton of money one one individual and the, the individual is not named donated a million dollars to him oh man so it was biggie i bet it was biggie 
Oh, it wasn't it wasn't Biggie. And and it wasn't just say I'm just being an idiot, dude. I'm just being an idiot. It's fine. It wasn't Craig Mack either because he didn't have that kind of money at the time. He had he, whatever no money shit, he had, right. whatever he probably, money you know, he had, he had already given to RG. Yeah, I was gonna say. Craig, Craig Mack didn't have Biggie Smalls money. He had more like uh, shopping at Dollar Tree money. Yeah, but he didn't have anything because in order to join, you have to give everything that you have over to RG. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like when he did give everything over to RG, he only had fucking shopping at Dollar Tree money. Right. He had a name that RG was able to because because he was a, he's a one hit wonder and probably all the money he made off of that single he owed to Puffy anyway. So he like I said, dude, he <laughs> yeah. had shopping at Dollar Tree money because Puffy took everything from that shit. Yeah. So yeah, he really started pushing his YouTube page, and this is where the wheels really start falling off I was hoping this was going to happen I was hoping the wheels were going to fall off of this motherfucker oh yeah uh, I mean I knew it was coming but this is the part I've been waiting for be careful what you wish for so uh, <laughs> a 16 year old girl came forward saying that he had raped her for five months straight and and, and what he had told her it's God's will. No. No, it's not. No. <laughs> so, 25-year-old Stacy Yates, she, and I'm, I'm only saying her name in here because it's just like, you know, it's, she has, like, become a, you know, like, an outspoken ad, ad, advocate against, you know, against cults and all that stuff. And everything, so it's just yeah. like so. It's like she she came forward. She she joined the cult at seventeen years old. <clears throat> she was a runaway, and she had been sex trafficked. You know, and so she she found this. She got you know, you know, she was a frog, and mm-hmm. then but she she escaped that life. She actually got away from the people that were sex trafficking her, sex trafficking her. Uh-huh. Only to have it all happen again to her, courtesy of RG. And it happened. Uh. And it happened the entire time, from when she was seventeen to the time that she was twenty-five. She got the hell out of Dodge and just basically reported it at twenty-five years old. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so she she. Wait a minute. I'm trying to I'm trying to get my head around this. She was in a cult that sex trafficked her and then left that no, and joined she, another cult. No, she wasn't in a cult. She wasn't in a cult prior. She was um she had run away as a kid, you know, as a a, a young teenager and everything. Oh, while, okay. Wound up, I got wound up okay. getting into drugs and wound up like getting like basically captured by one of these fucking pimps and everything that that yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Gotcha. 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 First, but for a second there, I, like I said, it took me a minute to get. I was trying to get my head around it. Like yeah. she left the cult and joined another cult. She, but that's not what happened. I got you. Yeah, no, she, I'm with you now. She I'm, she, she jumped out of the frying pan and into another frying pan. Yes. Poor girl. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Dece- Unfortunately for her, she. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, December 2017, RG is arrested by the, the sheriff backed by the FBI. And it's three counts of sexual misconduct, um, kidnapping, assault, burglary, and sexual contact with a minor. Four more women accused him of rape in it. Yeah, and it's the same thing. It's God's will. And these these women were married, but and the husbands actually allowed it to happen. Uh. Yep. So he he has a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar bond <clears throat> posted, and somebody actually paid the the ten percent. So what? That's like seventy five thousand dollars. Uh, yeah, something like that. So he was, so he was let out of jail with a ankle monitor. But all he did was go back to the compound. So it's just like, where else was he going to go? Right now, yeah, dude. It's, I mean, it's not like he's like running around, dude. He's going to go to his safe space. Yeah, he's he's he doesn't want to go anywhere else. He's he's got every everything yeah. that he can do. You know, he's got all he needs. He's got he's got slaves. Yeah. He's got, yeah. He's got all the free slaves and all the young girls he can rape, all just waiting for him. Right. They should have done it with the stipulation: you're not allowed to go back to the compound. Yeah. Then he'd have been fucked, huh? Yeah. So, but yeah, somebody paid that shit. In March of 2018, Craig Mack died of heart failure at 47 years old. Oh. And. That's where this other pod, this this podcast, the Say What You Mean podcast. Uh-huh. Um, that's they they had the the people that he was interviewed, Joe Lewis and Tim Smith. They were um, they had gone there because they had found out where Craig Mack was, and so oh, yeah. so they they go there and they interview Craig Mack, and at at the at the time he's just basically dying. You know he's. By the time they find him, he's he's dying on on the commune. So they wow. so they interview him for the documentary, and after that, they realized the the severity of what was going on and everything. So they started going around, you know, the and like interviewing survivors of the cult, people that had gotten the fuck away. But they were uh, they were allowed in and you know into the commune, but they were actually invited back to interview RG. What? RG wanted when he, I mean, he allowed them to come on and interview Craig Mack, but after that, they, they're they like, um, yeah, he wanted them to come back and interview him. Um, Okay. <laughs> He wasn't very smart in his old age. But Apparently not, because I, I that again color me baffled by this decision. But, <laughs> all right. So, so there, there's a graveyard on the property. Of course, because there'd have to be. Yeah. And because you know, no, you know, if God wants you to die, God wants you to die. But we can't send you out in the real world and find out why you died. And then we'd really be in trouble. So we're just going to chuck you in a hole. They did a, they did a portion of the RG interview, 
at Craig Mack's grave. He's buried. He's buried on the commune. Oh yeah, yeah. All right then. Craig Mack, one hit wonder. You know, puppet. He yeah. he's buried on that fucking property, and you know, bumfuck South Carolina. And another thing that he was charged with was um, illegal burying of corpor- corpses on the on the commune. Well, yeah, I mean it. It is illegal to do that, right? No, you can't just bury it. It's not like your dog died and you dig a hole in your backyard and make a little grave for it and blah blah blah. Yeah. It's a human being, and you know that, the shit has to be reported. These things have to be handled. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna post that um that say what you mean podcast i'm going to post the link to that episode in our notes because i mean it's just like uh, i i listened to the carolina crimes podcast and everything and it was good i mean it, it was good enough to get me hooked and everything but then i i started looking right. for more and i found more with this podcast and i, I was listening to it and it's just like the the interview the interview that they did with them you know with with those two guys it's just like it that's what really just like i i all right you know because at, at at first I was gonna like do the original or the episode that we had on plate, you know, on on tap for tonight. Uh-huh. I was gonna go ahead and do that one tonight, and then do this one like next week. But after I listened to that "Say What You Mean" po- podcast with the interview, I'm like, nah, fuck that. We're 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this. We're doing this one. And, Hell yeah! And but it's just it's just this is this, this, this the. There's a level of crazy here that is just like off the chain, and it just blows my. I think that the, the the fact that it that this isn't one of the more well known cults and everything. Like I said, there's only two episodes uh-huh. on Spotify about this cult, and yeah, you know we're gonna be the third, and you know it's just like ours. You know we get a lot more into detail than than the Carolina Crimes one does, but I'm not knocking Carolina Crimes. That was, you know, it was enough to have me hooked and everything, but we had to just put, yeah. our, put our own spin on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely have a unique take on things. Yeah, so, but that Say What You Mean podcast, I mean, I, I know you don't listen to podcasts a lot, but you, you need to listen to this. I mean, I'll, I'll shoot you the, I'll shoot you the link. It's like, it's like an hour long. All right. I mean, and there's there's a lot. Yeah, of, I'll listen to it. Th- yeah. There's a lot of digression in the beginning of it and everything, but um, well, so we're not the only ones. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> the best podcasts out there digress. The best ones. <laughs> so we, we well I, then fuck. We should be number one because <laughs> god damn, we go off on tangents a lot. <laughs> so, but the, take a lip Pro right now. Because you're going to need it. The court, the, the court. I don't do that, but I'll just I'll be fine. The court really dragged their feet on starting the trial. He never went to fucking trial. What? He never went to trial for any of this. He was charged with all these things, but he never went to trial. And you know, COVID happened, so they were just kind of postponing it and all that stuff. But on April third, twenty twenty one. RG dies of heart failure on on the the commune. I mean, everybody involved is pissed. All the people that were coming 
out, out against him is pissed and everything. Um, Stacy Yates, was that that her name? Yeah, Stacy Yates. I think so. She, um, yeah, it's just like she she went fucking nuts and everything. And you can you can find interviews with her on YouTube and everything. Everybody's pissed off about about the fact that you know that this fucker died. You know, he was charged, but he was never convicted with anything, and he just died died of, died of heart failure. You know, on, on the commune. I mean, that's like, convenient. Yeah, just like Hef. You know, I mean, well, wasn't on the commune, but still, I mean, you know, he he practiced what he preached. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they could have that. You know, like Hef, I'm pretty sure that they could have actually done. You know, like had him live longer and everything. Craig Mack definitely he died at forty seven. Yeah, but of, of the same thing, which is you know that kind of to me that's like, is it really heart failure or did they drink the flavor aid? No, the no, he was the only one that died. I don't think that he killed himself. I mean, he he wasn't when he died. He didn't even have a court date. Yeah. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, but yeah, no, he he died of of heart failure. He's but you know, but not him. I mean, I'm not really talking about fucking Mister Ibanez. I'm talking about Mister One Hit Wonder rapper, dude. You know, I mean, yes, I understand that it happened. No, when they, I mean, dude, when, you're on a cult compound and you die that young from heart failure. I when, mean, don't get me wrong, dude. I understand that it happens. I well, get he had, that. he had probably you know prior to going to the cult and everything, he had probably done a lot of drugs. He, you know, and, and everything. He, he probably didn't live, you know, the 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 healthiest life and everything. So, so like like for for example, somebody somebody that goes through you know drugs and all that stuff and everything, and then when oh, they get, in, get they get into their forties, they can they can turn it around with help. You know, but Craig Mack, you know, he didn't do that because he was on a cult and told that they weren't, you know, that you weren't allowed to go to a doctor. Okay, the the commune is still in operation, but there's no known leader. It just, it just seems like okay, the the property is bought and paid for, and they're just they're just living doing their own thing. They're not they're not trying they're not. I mean, they have their website up and everything but they're they're not out they're not doing like broadcasts anymore they're not trying to like bring new people if, if people find their website and they they just want to join it's like okay i'm pretty sure the door is going to be open for them but it's not you know but it it's it's not really a cult from from what i from what i gather it's not really a cult anymore it's just it's just a commune okay. of like-minded people and you know no, what? dude. I don't I mean, have dude, a problem I would with love that. To, I would love to live on a commune. Like, but I, you know, if you want to come and hang out and do the things that we do, do it. If you don't, then don't. You know, or or if you think it's cool, and then you get here right. and you don't think it's cool, go go on about your life. I don't. I'm not going to fork. You know, that's the kind of place I'd like to have. You know, like like a little community of just a bunch of like minded people. Well, I. You want to you want to go up there sometime? See if they'll let us in <coughs> no. and hang out with them for a, a week or two. 
Like it would, it would have to be during the winter. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it's like an RG <laughs> buried there, so I could piss on his grave. <laughs> well, then if I get a chance to there? piss on his grave, yes, let's go. <laughs> but that—that's just the thing. The, the 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 two guys that did the the um the, did the documentary, they said that like the people that lived there were good people, and it's like some of the people they wanted out. And everything. He, they didn't have a bad thing to say about any of the, yeah. of the, the people that were there. Yeah, they the the, the frogs. They didn't have a, a bad thing to say about the frogs. Yeah, they they said that you know the, the the frogs were like really, you know, really nice to them and everything. And it's like there there was this there was this guy from Norway that had moved there as a kid with his mother, and they could tell that he wanted he wanted out. You know, and it, yeah, they, they they felt bad. They they said they felt bad about him, and it's just like they, it, it's like they, the the people they were yeah. nice were nice to them, and they they didn't, yeah, and it's just so now they're they're just there doing doing their own yeah, thing. Right on. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, if they're all there of their own free will, and they can leave whenever they choose, then yes, by all means, do that because that's mm-hmm. awesome. But when you're forced, when you're forced to stay and be a slave, that's that's not awesome. But I mean, yeah, if you choose to be there and choose to do the work and choose to do all this stuff and knowing what's you know, and that, and that's your thing. Well, you got to think a lot of these people, a lot of these, a lot of these people. I mean, it's good that the authorities in South Carolina are just kind of leaving them to, to their own devices. You know. I, but I'm pretty sure well, they're yeah, keeping an eye so. on them at the because, same time. I mean, that shit could turn real quick again. You know, all you need yeah. is the right person to show up. Yeah, what, yeah. W- one person. Yep. And then it's yeah, then, then it's all then back to where it started. Bam, it's yeah, a cold exactly. again. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it, it might. It might. I I don't know. I I kind of I. I kind of want to go up there and just see to what they're all about. Have a look. If you know, I'd, I'd have to do some more. Yeah, as somebody that could yes. have wound up no, in a I, very I similar situation. Your curiosity about it. I only, there's only one reason I'd go there. Yeah. and we discussed but that already. Lo- <laughs> well, I'd I'd piss on his grave too. I'd I'd, I'd put a I'd put a rose on Craig Mack's right. grave. I mean, that guy was just yeah. in a really bad place. And he place got, and and he got, and, and he got you know, seduced like by we the dark about, side. He, he got seduced by the dark side. Yep. I mean, I don't. I, I just. I don't. I don't get it. But I, I just don't understand why somebody would. Yeah, it's just. I've been homeless before, and even then, you know, with I'm at fucking rock bottom, and all that stuff. Even then, at fucking rock bottom, and and it was in um, it was in when I was when I was living in in the low country in South Carolina, you know, like after, like shit crashed and burned for me when I was um after you know like after uh-huh. when I was living in Hilton Head, so I I I found a freaking campground and I just bought a a freaking tent and kind of lived out of my Ford Aerostar. Right. 
But I was like an hour away. This was like 2004, 2005. So, I mean, that cult was still going on at that time with RG and the fucking, um, you know, in charge of it and everything. But you know what? If I had found out about it, if I had found out about it, I'd be like, fuck no, that's a cult. I got my campground (laughs) and my Ford Aerostar, dude. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) And I've got, and I've got a, and I've got a shower that I get to take a hot shower every night. So if, if somebody had, had come to me and said, hey, you know, you're down on your luck. You're living out of your van. Well, all you have to do is give that van <laughs> to my boss over here, and you can live with us and give yourself a sponge bath and dirty fucking rainwater yeah, every night. Sign me up! Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd be like, you have no freaking clue who you're talking to right now. <laughs> right. But anyway, <laughs> all right, let's wrap this. Their, their website is overcomerministry.org if you want to take a look at it. And it's, you know, there, there are, you know, there are recorded prophecies of his i listened to a little bit of it but i, I yeah i just i don't i don't think i'll check that out so, because I just, but that's just not my thing and um plus you know i mean no. we, we but you know here's the thing too though we also have the advantage of living in the day and age that we do to know that all of, i mean not that we wouldn't have known all that was bullshit to begin with but we know all that's bullshit because we're still here Yeah, and I, you know, I, 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 I meant to bring this up earlier when I was digressing and everything, but um, I got, I got sidetracked. <laughs> you digressed digress. in your digression? <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I digressed on my digression. <laughs> but, um, you know, this, this whole thing about, like, giving everything that you own over. I, I remember reading an interview with a survivor of Waco with David Koresh. And it's just like, you know, the guy was a musician. You know, the the survivor being interviewed was a musician. And he had to give his guitar up Uh, to uh, uh, David Koresh. Like it, like it was like it, like just handed over. And then he, he said something along the lines of like, you know, and like a month or two later, David came up with me. Yeah, he's like, David came up to me and he says, hey, I want you to listen to this <clears throat> this thing that I came up with. Now, David Koresh was a musician as well. But, um, yeah, he was, a, he was a decent guitar player. But when when they walked into where, you know, where the music was, fucking David Koresh picks up that dude's guitar and starts playing. I'd have, this, I'd have this beat some ass, dude. I would have straight up On his ass. fucking guitar. I know. It's just like, yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah. It's just, you know, you're you're picking Took this up it like it's me. yours yeah. after you fucking no, stole dude, it Somebody's from me? ass would have been fucking beat. Right then and there, dude. There, there'd have been yeah, no I mean, mercy. If, if somebody says, okay, I know. 
I mean, that wasn't that wasn't that that wasn't. Yeah, he did it on purpose. That was done you, on purpose. See, I'm the boss here. Go fuck yourself. Right. Exactly, and it's just like I'm sorry if if you know if you want me to if the price of me joining your obligation yeah. is my most prized guitar. Yeah, yeah, you could you could have my guitar off. when you pry it from my cold dead <laughs> hands. Well, I might give you my Ibanez Geo, yeah, right. but you're not getting my fucking Gibson or my or my or my, or my Ibanez yeah, I'll, I'll RG. Give you one of my cheap guitars here. You can have that. Yeah, you you ain't getting my Ibanez RG or my. You know what, dude? Gibson I wouldn't even Paul. give up one of my cheap guitars. Fuck that, dude. The cheap guitars fucking rule. Piss off. Go fuck yourself. You want my get? You did. Go buy your yeah. own fucking guitar. You got more money than I do. The- Yeah, right? Yeah, you don't need my fucking code. It, it's just like, you know, at, as a musician, when I read that story about, you know, Dave, David Koresh and everything, and yeah. it was just like, it, it was like on a Reddit page or something like that. I mean, it, it wasn't part of any podcast or documentary or anything like that. And it's just like, I, I read that. I'm just nah. like, he's like, hey, check out this new lick that I came. And he grabs the yeah. dude's own fucking guitar. That he had surrendered and placed the fucking yeah, dude. Lick I, to I, like I said, dude, that I would have stomped some ass yeah, right then and there, dude. I, I would have taken that guitar at right out of his hands, not even caring, and I would have beat now, him. I would, I would have, no, I would have grabbed, I would have grabbed one of his guitars and beat him to death, and then grabbed mine and hauled ass. Yeah, dude. No, I'll do it. No, dude. You know? Heat of the moment, man. I would have beat him to death with it. I would have grabbed, I would have pulled that thing right from his fucking hands and beat him to fucking death with it. You know, dude, it's heat of the moment, man. I wouldn't have been thinking straight. <laughs> well, it doesn't say what kind of guitar. It didn't say what kind of guitar it was, First, but if it was a Gibson Les Paul, it wouldn't have hurt the guitar. Reminds me of this joke. Reminds me of this it joke, wouldn't right? hurt the this guitar joke. one what bit. Is it? This woman's huh? on trial for beating her husband with his guitar, and the judge goes, first offender," and she goes, "No, first a Gibson, then offender." <laughs> first a Gibson, then offender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, God, what a what an inc- what a fucking incredible yeah, story, man. Kind of I mean, went. It kind of there. There's no. Yeah, that was a good one. I just I wasn't expecting it to go where it went. No, and that, that's why I didn't say anything no, about Craig Mack no, in the I beginning of totally. it. It's yeah, just like... I mean, this is another one, too. Where I, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't told to stay in the dark on this one. I just didn't do any research on it. So I was, I was hearing it the first time. Yeah, you didn't so. have time to research. And it's a... Yeah, well, I heard it for the for the first time just a couple of days ago, which is which is crazy because I, you know, yeah. I lived near where the shit was going down. You know, and... Um, yeah, that's wow. I mean, that's just, and it, I wanted to do this. It's just like, you know, it, this was a yeah. fun episode to cover. You know, I, I and the, the story, it, hopefully, hopefully the story winds up getting blown up like, you know, like Jonestown or David Koresh or whatever and everything. But it's, just, it's, I don't know. This is the second cult that we've done, and it is yeah. a, another lesser-known cult, just like the first one that we did. Although this one yeah, is right? two parts. 
<laughs> but but it's just like this this it's like how how did it get lost yeah, in the shuffle or something or, like that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, the guy, you know, this you said this like you said, this guy was smart, dude. He used all available technology as soon as it came out. It's like, dude, I don't understand how nobody's ever heard, of, you know, why this doesn't get around more. I mean, dude, you know, the guy was on the internet. I know. When the internet, yeah, came, you know, he was I just don't yeah, yeah, the, I don't understand. It's weird. I don't know. Our episode will be the third Maybe episode. it's because they didn't on like commit suicide or in, whatever. You know, on Spotify. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe it's just because it didn't have that, that yeah, fucking dramatic fucking everybody died ending so nobody gave a shit or whatever. True. I mean, you know, I mean, what, you know, we're, we're going to get into some of the more yeah. well-known ones at some some point, like the, like the Ant Hill kids. Like the yeah. fundamentalist Latter Day Saints and all that stuff, and that that some of those stories are just fucking gruesome, like, like, like bizarro fucking world yeah. compared to this one in Faith Assembly, and all that stuff. I mean, we're gonna do Jonestown at some yeah. point, but that'll be years later because that that that's the that's the cult that and Heaven's Gate and and the Branch Davidians are probably the three, oh yeah, you know, most covered cult. Well, they're the most famous. So, yeah, and we'll get because everybody. Yeah, died. we'll get to you know, these cults where not everybody dies. But, is like, yeah, they don't get as famous because yeah. nobody fucking died. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. You well, know, I mean, they didn't died. go out in a blaze of glory yeah, and, committing suicide. You I know? mean, so it, a lot of it's like you know what I'm saying. I don't know when we were doing when well when we were doing the um the the faith assembly and everything. I I had it in my notes. And everything, and I start. You started talking about. You alluded to this, and I. I actually had it in my notes to to talk about about the fact that while it was like a hundred something people died at in Warsaw at the Warsaw, Indiana branch of uh-huh. um, Faith Assembly, the the home branch, you know. But when you consider all the people that died and all the satellites throughout the United States and the rest of the world and everything, Faith Assembly probably yes, has a definitely. higher body count than Jonestown. Yeah, it, it's just like you started talking about, and then we As got we sidetracked and everything. And it, it, it I, I guess it just bears, you know, yeah, <laughs> it just, it just needs to be, it just needs to be mentioned and everything. And, you know, while I don't think that, I don't think that this cult's death, ca- you know, body count is anywhere near what Jonestown or Faith Assembly was, but it's still pr- probably pretty high. We're probably, st- we're probably talking, we're probably talking over 300. Three hundred people that died of, you know, that, I mean, there's there's no word, you know, that 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 say what you mean podcast. They didn't say exactly how many graves were in that yeah. graveyard. You know, I'm I'm curious. I want to sure know. That's something that they don't let the fucking general public see. You know, though, and, you know what I mean? Well, if we talk about the fact that we're a podcast, yeah, then they'll probably like, no, you guys can't come in here at all. Then well, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, which podcast do you guys do? Yeah. Oh, you're those guys? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, there's no fucking way I'm letting you in here, bro. Get the and fuck then they out of here. Wind up. You and your asshole friend, too. Get the fuck out of here. Nah. <laughs> hey, Can I'll I give you my guitar, no. bro. Um, <laughs> Let me in. Anyway. 
All right, so All right, let's then. wrap this thing up, Todd. Playing Tell me about your band. Uh, 80s kind of pop cover band called Retroactive Days. We are on Facebook. You can find us there. Our uh, schedule is up. If you ever happen to be in the Brevard County area and you want to come see us, just check it out. If we're playing somewhere near you, come on out, say hi, and I'll buy you a beer and we can sit and talk. You know, well, you know, come up, say hi, tell me you listen to the podcast, then I'll buy you a beer. You have to tell me you listen to the podcast because, you know, this doesn't count for, like, people that I know. Just like, hey, dude. Well, what if... What if I came up and said, hey, I don't listen well, to your podcast, I host it with you. Dude, we've been friends for a long <laughs> fucking time. It'd be rude if I didn't buy you a beer. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, bro. Um, my my music, it's on Spotify and, other, and all other platforms and everything um, under Bill Selby. And, you know, I'll have links for that. You know, for, for that, Todd's band and all that stuff. It's a, I'm going to post one link that's to our website, and, you know, all, all the links will be there on yes. the About page. It just makes it easier so I don't have to keep posting, like, an individual yeah. link. Todd's band, Bill's music, you know, blah, yeah, blah, blah, Yeah, we have a website blah, blah, blah. for that now. Yeah, it just makes it a lot easier. And, and... It's yeah, so cool. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah, it is. I'm still having problems with the freaking ckcbpodcast.com domain but the but the generic link it'll work and everything and even once I do get the the regular domain squared away and figured out the link will still right work <laughs> you know what i mean the yeah. the generic link that that'll still work so <laughs> so anyway um we're going to get the hell out of here and yes. thank you very much for listening I mean, you know, we're getting there. shows growing. You know, shows growing. We're 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 getting there. Y'all are digging the show. No, you know, give us a comment on like iTunes or App, Apple or Spotify. Or you can't comment on Spotify. Just you know, yeah. just give us a rate and you know review if you can. And everything we we appreciate it. You know, and if you if you give us a one star, tell us why you yeah. think it's a one star. Dude, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if the whole if the we'll those, read it like, on the air. Those platforms work like YouTube, but on YouTube, yeah, if you give us a thumbs down on YouTube, it's still an interaction and it still helps us with the algorithm. So we're not on YouTube yet, but that's well, the way YouTube not, works. I don't. We're I don't on, know if that's not, how these other <laughs> platforms work. Well, you can you can leave you can leave comments on Apple, but you know what I, I mean. No, I do. It's, it's like even if you don't like it and you give us a thumbs down, it's still an interaction and it helps us in the algorithm. Right. Yeah, we we don't care if tell if, an enemy. if you like us, tell a friend. If you hate us, tell an enemy. <laughs> yep. So anyway, until next week. Later. Cheers, everybody.